Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Well, welcome in to this pre Fourth of July edition, pre Independence Day edition of the bar, Harp on Sports podcast, Harp on Sports audio and media network. As always, before we get cracking, you can consume the show on several different platforms at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram, the Harp on Sports Facebook page, also HarpOnSports.com, the bar, the podcast, rolling off on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Buzzsprout. You can consume it in all of those categories and in all of those locations. Okay. Where to begin? Well, we have what's in a name. We have a little palmetto pause and a little rolled tide. First, the Washington Redskins are in their final hours. They are. That name is going to go away. It is. And, you know, I've been thinking about this because you have your side that says it's tradition. How dare you change it? Then you have the other side that says, oh my God, that's so blatantly racist and over the top. It's not even funny. I understand traditions, but when it comes at the expense of other people's misfortune, there is nothing that is positive about that name. I don't know how you can even spin it in any sort of facet. that There's anything positive about that name. It's one thing. With the Seminoles, it's a tribe. The tribe supports the university, and they have the full backing of the state. It's a tribe. The Huron did not like the fighting Huron nickname at Eastern Michigan, so that went away. The St. John's, when I was younger in high school and college, at least my freshman year in college, the Red Men became the Red Storm. Okay. I don't think you have to go that far with the Redskins. To me, this is an easy fix. And if Dan Snyder were smart, now there's a lot of political pressure today. One, Federal Express, who has the naming rights on the stadium. Is it Fred Smith, the the partner at FedEx? What's it, a $200 million deal? The naming rights in D.C. Well, those $200 million are gone. Or soon to be gone because the CEO man in charge of Federal Express said, hey, listen, you got to do something about that name. Got to do something about that name. So now if you're Dan Snyder, you got a mess on your hands because that's $200 million in an economy that's squeezing you right now. In a season that you may not have ticket revenue. Yes. On top of that, Nike pulls all Washington Redskins Apparel from their shop online. The bell tolls for thee. It's not Stagecoach Pumpkin yet, but it's 11 p.m. It's 11 p.m. And if you are the Redskin fan base, this is now inevitable. How much of it do you want to control? How much of it do you want to control right now? Here's my suggestion. I heard this years ago. I think it's a great idea. And they should do it on the 4th of July. If Dan Snyder were wise and smart, he would do it on the 4th of July is when he would do it. I think it would be brilliant to do it on the 4th of July. He'd come out and say, 
Well, you know, I've had a chance to think about this. And on our nation's birthday, I think it's only fitting that we honor the individuals in this country who were here before any of us. The Washington Redskins name will change. The logo will not. We're now the Washington Americans. You can leave the logo the same. You can leave the logo the same and just take the word Redskins off and change it to Americans. You're the Washington Americans. They're Native Americans, the Washington Americans. That's bold, that's strong, and you just have to change a word. The Washington Americans. You're in Washington, D.C. for crying out loud. It's more American than that. Get that done. Dan Snyder, look, you want to be the Red Hawks? Huh? You want to be the Red Storm? You want to be the Red Wine? What do you want to be here? You can change it. You can keep the logo the same. Just change it on red. You don't have to get the red. The Washington Americans. And you can leave your logo the way it is. How's this a bad thing? How's this a bad thing at all? So that's the first thing I would do. So there you go with the Redskins. And boy, that's the fact that Nike is no longer selling their apparel and online. And that's the official apparel provider of the National Football League. And the fact that the CEO, the chairman of Federal Express, who has a what $200 million naming rights to the stadium that says, Hey, listen, change the name. It's going to happen. It's going to be too much, too much pressure now. And that one's the worst one that that one's the worst one. The only one that's worse on a product or any entity than I could think of than that off the top of my head is red man tobacco. Redskins is pretty close. So there's that. Oh, by the way, the NFL also coming out and saying part of their, I want to say labor fight but part of their off-season discussions back and forth. What happens if somebody is reckless with the coronavirus, if they have it? What if somebody knows they have it and they're reckless? Is that conduct detrimental to the team? Can they face fines for that? In other words, let's say you test positive and you knowingly test positive and you go and infect the teammate. You know, like, let's face it, players play with broken hands, broken wrists. What happens if you test positive? And you don't tell anyone. Now, I know that's tough for us to think of because well, we got trainers and everybody's supervising. People sneak things past people all the time. What do you do if somebody is reckless with this? It's a whole new world. It actually pivots me into the SEC next. But if you knowingly have this and spread it, you could face fines. You could face discipline. Yeah, I'd hope so. It gets me to those students in Alabama who allegedly... We're having a contest to see who could get the coronavirus first. I was young and dumb once. Some people may stay, say I'm still dumb. The young, not so much anymore. But here's the thing, and I've said this from the get-go. You can go back and look at any of the videos we've been doing for months here. You do this if you have this. You knowingly have this, or you're trying to give it to people. They should charge you with attempted manslaughter. They should. Why shouldn't they? With manslaughter, you accidentally kill somebody, right? Well, if you have the coronavirus or you're trying to give the coronavirus to people or you're knowingly giving it to people or having it and being negligent for somebody else, how is that how is that attempted manslaughter? Huh? If you're gonna nobody gets behind the wheel of a car drunk with the intent to hurt somebody. But it happens. It happens. Well, there's no intent to hurt somebody there. It's just reckless behavior when you're inebriated, right? So if you're sober and you're trying to give somebody this virus, 
Or if you're sober and you're going out with it and not caring, you should charge, you should charge a little turds with manslaughter, attempted manslaughter. Think how mad you would be. Think about how furious would you be if somebody knowingly had it, went out and gave it to somebody that you know, and that person died. Your mother, your father, your kid. Hmm? Knowingly spreading this thing. So what should happen to those kids in Alabama? I charge with attempted manslaughter. What does the school do? Good question. Kick them out. Everybody has an honor code, right? Every school has an honor code. What happens if they catch you cheating in school? They kick you out, right? Every school has an honor code. Boot them. Kick them out of school. Charge them with attempted manslaughter. Kick them out of school. Well, that's a harsh penalty. Look, remember when this thing initially started back in what, February? March? You know those idiots going there and licking fruits and vegetables at the grocery store and coughing on people? There's a lady the other day that did it in Jacksonville. Coughed on somebody? You charge them with attempted manslaughter. Why not? Why? It's the equivalent of yelling bomb on an airplane. Oh, it wasn't serious. I don't care. I don't care. This is deadly. It's deadly. Well, despite what our governor here in Florida thinks, which by the looks of it's not a lot, but he loves comics though. So, look, with this, at this point, and where we are with this, we've had the worst, what, four days we've had of it in a row. And you can tell me, well, there's more tests. That's why we have a higher rate. I thought it was all going to go down. I thought we'd flatten the curve. Now the curve's going up. Well, not as many people are dying. Not as many people are dying. They're not. Not as many people are dying. Well, right now they're not. But we're peak positive tests. Wait 10 days when these peak positive tests 10 days from now are dead. You don't go from 30, 35, 40, 45, 50,000 positive tests. You think the numbers are going to do this? It's not going to happen. It usually takes about what? You have your positive test. So we peaked. 50,000 Americans tested positive for this on Thursday. Excuse me, on Wednesday. 50,000 Americans. So seven to 10 days. See where we are in 10 days. How many of those 50,000 die? This thing's got a 5% death rate. We're losing what? About 1,300. We're going to lose 2,000, 2,500 a day. If it's a 5% death rate. There's 50,000, we're going to lose 2,500 of those people. But you won't wear a mask. I swear to God, if anybody votes for that man, again, the governor here in the state of Florida, the, the governor, the president of the United States, Joe Biden rubs people's on the shoulders of their shoulders and Donald Trump's a man because he wears a mask and raw dogs porn stars. It's embarrassing. Aren't you embarrassed? You're dying. Your grandparents are dying. Are any of you embarrassed? You have any shame anymore? I thought we'd hit rock bottom with Honey Boo Boo. Apparently I was wrong. Freaking embarrassing. This whole thing's embarrassing. The rest of the world's flattening, flattening, flattening. We're rising. It's always a new spin, though, on it. Always a new spin. Always a new twist. Well, the deaths aren't as bad as they used to be. Run out of hospital beds, which some of the cities are on the brink of doing. But hey, don't worry. You saw a video on Facebook or on YouTube by some quack doctor that said that, hey, no, it's not a big deal. It's conspiracy theorists. Then that's fine. I would like, what I would love more than anything right now is 
since everybody lives on Facebook anyway, and we do the show on Facebook because that's where you guys are, and Twitter, social media. I would love to have everybody sign a petition. Do you think this is real or not? Do you think it's a serious threat? Anybody that says no, if you catch it, you come in, all right, scan you like you do your driver's license, insurance card, look at it and say, oh, you didn't think this was a real threat, huh? And we have wheelbarrows set up in front of hospitals, put you in a wheelbarrow. You chill out in the wheelbarrow until you die or get better. It's not a big deal, right? It's not real. It's a hoax. I'm so sick of that crap. There's some guy at the grocery store that didn't have a mask. And I go, hey, man, could you come on? He looked at me. He's like, free country. I said, actually, not really. You can't do whatever you want all the time. You can take a gun on a plane. You can't do what you want all the time. Free country can do what I want. No, that's not true. Don't believe me. Drive on the wrong side. Drive, drive on. That, I'm so pissed at this stuff. That's free country. I can do what I want. Yeah, drive on the wrong side of the road for about a half hour. See what happens. Free country. I can do what I want. Really? Really? You can? Drive on the wrong side of the road for about a half hour. See what happens. You do whatever you want. Go steal a car. Free country, man. I can say what I want. Really? Go into your boss. Drop about, go into your boss's office. Drop about six F-bombs. Tell him what you think of his wife or husband. See how, see how that lasts. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. And then, put your mask on. Come on. Grow up. It doesn't do any difference. Yeah, doctors wear them for fun. Well, that's a sterile environment. <laughs> yeah, because you're breathing into your organs. God. Okay. Speaking of governors, lastly, thank God at least, and I never, Think about this. How embarrassing is this? This is the state of Florida I live in now and consider myself a Floridian. This is embarrassing. It's just so embarrassing that the state of Mississippi comes together and fixes their Confederate flag issue. This is just the last 10 days. All right. This is the last 10 days what the South has done. The last 10 days. This is what the South has done. Mississippi got together and fixed the Confederate flag issue. Check. Check. Nick Saban in Alabama, Alabama, the same Alabama where their residents are having coronavirus parties to get each other sick for fun. The same Alabama that every year that I lived there, I don't know if they do it anymore, set up a sting in Birmingham where they promised people that owed child support, back child support, Iron Bowl tickets, told them they won a contest. These morons show up, they arrest them for not paying their child support. Yeah, that, that state, that state, that state that every year, no matter what, no matter year, like clockwork, one of them murders the other one over the Iron Bowl. Like clockwork. You can check right next to that. That state, that football program cuts a Black Lives Matter commercial. Tennessee, Phil Fulmer in Tennessee, he comes out and says, hey, you want kneeling full this fall? You better wear a mask. So Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, at the forefront of all this, George, the only governor in the country that may be dumber than ours is the governor in Georgia. That's saying something. He's not busy conducting voter suppression. He's never he gear it up, open it up. The Texas is leading the charge on this. But South Carolina, of all states, South Carolina, South Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama, and Tennessee, outflanking Florida. How about that? How about that? South Carolina, Tennessee, Mississippi. Alabama outflanking Florida. What's South Carolina doing? Uh, Henry McMaster, the governor of South Carolina, coming out and saying, look, I don't know what to tell you. If these numbers are where they are now in August, no football. None. None. These numbers need to go down significantly or we're not going to have football. That's Clemson, gang. 
That's Clemson and that's South Carolina. South Carolina, you can poo-poo, but could you imagine for one second if the governor comes out and says, sorry, Clemson, no football. These numbers are just way too high. South Carolina had its worst day. What South what South Carolina get to the other day? Did it get to 40,000? Well, every state's having their worst days, except the states that actually have governors that don't have their heads 10 feet up their own asses. But from this perspective, when you have a governor in an SEC mindset, right? In South, college football, college football, it's everything, right? Everything. When you have a governor of one of those states that comes out and says, I don't care if the numbers are here and they continue to stay here, we're not we're not playing. We're not. They need to go down. They need to be lower than they were at their low point. So I don't know what to tell you. You're not going to get football. I'm not going to open it up. I'm not going to open it up. I'm just not. I don't care if it costs me the election. I'm not going to open it up. Think about that. You had a governor in the SEC on July 2nd come out and say, you know what? These numbers don't change. They don't change. No football. I will not open this state up. And he even repeated. He said, and I repeat, I repeat, I will not open the state up if these numbers don't change. If that doesn't, boom, jar you, that you have a governor in an SEC state with maybe, well, I don't think maybe, I think it is the preeminent program in college football, right? I think you'd sit there and you'd say, well, guess what? Clemson's won. Alabama, two. I know LSU won the title last year. We'll see what they do without Joe Burrow. But Clemson, one. Alabama, two. Ohio State, three. Top three programs in the country, wouldn't you say? Clemson's number one now. You take that football program out of the equation. Look at the other states' powerhouses. Ohio's kind of figured it out a little bit. A little bit. Um, Louisiana, MS, Texas. Who knows how good Texas is going to be this year? I mean, Michigan's kind of figured it out, right? I, I just think it's crazy. Think about that. Think about how smart that is. Scott writing, it was like, Seth, FedEx, and Nike working on fixing this Redskins thing? Progress being made? Yeah. Started off the show with that, bud. It's, it's again, my logic behind this from the beginning um, has been this. And I'll reiterate because I want to end with this. This is a fix on the 4th of July. Dan Snyder gets up, holds a press conference and says, on our nation's 244th birthday, I've thought long and hard about this, even though he hasn't. Was it Fred Smith at Federal Express and Phil Knight at Nike are making the decision for him? But hey, at least be smart about it. Take a step back and said, I thought about this. We are now the Washington Americans. You leave the logo. You just change the name. The Washington Americans. Native Americans. They're Americans first. Our first Americans, the Washington Americans, Native Americans. It's like I do. It's what I would do. So there you go. Um, have a hey, have a safe and happy fourth. How about that? Thanks everybody for swinging in here on the bar, the podcast, Harp on Sports. Again, follow, share, like, share, follow, like, all of it at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram, the Harp on Sports Facebook page, HarpOnSports.com. Uh, the podcast available on three platforms, Spotify into the Harp on Sports, the bar heading, Apple podcast, same Harp on Sports, the bar heading. And of course, on Buzzsprout, our traditional uh, hosting site. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Look forward with chatting with you next week here on the bar on the Harp on Sports audio podcast and media network.